0: Running a sustainable and profitable service-based business doesn't have to mean hustle and losing your creativity. But amongst the noise online, it can be hard to figure out what works and what doesn't. The Secret Weapon Diaries, hosted by veteran service provider Gabrielle Chipier, is your go-to resource for discovering the best methods to attract quality clients and charge what you're worth so you can get back to creating portfolio-worthy work that you love. And if you want more, visit secretweapon.club for access to free resources and a community of secret weapons just like you. So, let's get started. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Secret Weapon Diaries. I'm Gabrielle Chipier, and I help web designers build profitable and sustainable businesses so they can attract the best clients, charge what they're worth, and fall in love with their work again. Now, in this episode, we're gonna be talking about how you can leverage the two main resources you have as a web designer, your time and your energy, so you can get more work done, be more profitable for the time you do spend, and not worry about the drawbacks of burnout and overwhelm that so often plague us. Now, before we begin, if you'd like more resources and access to a community of other secret weapons just like you, I'd love for you to visit secretweapon.club and check out what I've got for you there. I think you're gonna love it. So now most most businesses can leverage four main resources, time, energy, money, and people. But when you're in a service-based business, you really only have time and energy to leverage consistently. Now you're usually not at the place where you can outsource a lot of the work. So leveraging people is kind of out and you may not have a lot of extra profit in your projects right now. So just using money as leverage um, may not be an option either. So that leaves time and that leaves energy. Now I've discovered a few ways over the years to allow me to properly leverage these two main resources that I'd love to share with you today. So first off, we're going to talk about time. Now there are tons of resources on time management out there, super hot topic, kind of goes hand in hand with productivity. And we're always trying to leverage that and get the most out of our time so that we can be more productive. Now, a lot of that advice works some of it doesn't and a lot of it just kind of needs to be tweaked for our own personalities and our own ways of working and as i've gone through this process of really focusing on leveraging my own time i found that there are two things that really really work for me when it comes to getting the most out of my own time so the first is being brutally restrictive with my schedule and it's kind of funny Uh, People laugh when they see my Google Calendar. It is like chock full of everything. Like there is no space in there. And I've done that on purpose because it allows me actually more freedom. So I'll get into that a little bit more. It's kind of a bit of a disconnect. But there's some nuances there because I've scheduled out everything in my life. I've scheduled out my sleep time, I've scheduled out my family time, I schedule my self-care, I schedule um, any sort of meetings, any sort of work. Everything is exactly in my schedule as I know that I need it to be. And at any given moment of any day, I know what I should be focusing on. So, There are a few nuances though, because when it comes to client work, I don't really enter exactly what task or project I'm working on each day, but I do have several blocks of time each day that are assigned to whatever projects I'm working at the time that fall into a certain category of work. So when your schedule rules you, you're much more able to have a solid yes or no to anything new that's coming your way. So it really helps beat back shiny object syndrome. It helps us uh, stop getting uh, distracted from new things that come our way, notifications, uh, new emails, new ideas. It really helps us keep us on task. So that's a really good way of leveraging our time when we're not content switching how context switching and moving back and forth between things. And it also kind of gives you the ability to better see what's happening in your day-to-day. So when I look at my schedule and I see all of these different blocks of time, it might to other people look overwhelming like oh my god, you have so much to do today. And but that's not really the case because even though the, that block of time might be booked, you know, it's booked for my family time or it's booked for like my morning meditation or it's booked for like this is when I get to read my book kind of deal right so even though it looks overwhelming it's actually a lot freeing because I know that I have time in my day for all of the things that are important to me and then the things that get done during my work time get done during those specific work blocks and it just makes me way more prepared to handle each day as it comes So the second technique I use to leverage my time the best is to block out sections of time for specific tasks. Now, when I talked a little bit about context switching, this really, really, really helps with that. Now, I mentioned I'm not super granular in my schedule, so it's not like, um, you know, the tasks, uh, you know, work on client project X is on Tuesday at 9 a.m. But I have these blocks of time carved out for types of tasks. So the first thing in the morning, that first block I have is for when I do my content creation and when I do my writing because I find that I'm more productive when I'm writing first thing in the morning. On Mondays I block off a big block of time just to play catch-up on emails and tiny little tasks that I've just kind of set aside for Mondays, you know little things that take five to ten minutes here and there but I'm switching back and forth between all these different tasks constantly. And then on Tuesday, I book as many of my calls as I can on that day and the creation of this show. So you can see how time blocking in this manner gives you some freedom in terms of like what specifically you'll be doing, but it lets you group those like tasks together so you're not losing that time to context switching. So you're not jumping from writing to designing to coding in a specific time period because that loses focus time. You're able to stay focused in one sort of mode so that you're not you know, bouncing all over the place. So those two techniques are ones that have really helped me immensely in the area of leveraging my time when working both in my business and on all my client projects. So definitely try those out. Now, before I forget, if you hop on over to secretweapon.club, you can grab a free audiobook version of my book, Secret Weapon, which covers these topics uh, in a lot more depth and many more topics that I think you'll find really interesting. So go visit that URL and grab your free copy today so the second resource you have to leverage as a web designer is your energy now unlike time energy is far more renewable but needs to be consistently maintained so you wake up every morning with the same amount of time but you don't wake up every morning with the same amount of energy because it's so dependent on so many factors now this is where i really fall short a lot um even though i know better even though i know the effects that you know maintaining my energy has on me and my business and my family and all of the things it's where I'm constantly having to put a lot of my effort is maintaining that uh, energy level and essentially right now it just comes down to self-care now right now I've been struggling with my own energy levels because I chose for the last couple weeks to not stick to my sleep schedule and exercise schedule because it's been bitterly cold up here in Edmonton. It was like minus 40 all last week. So we just couldn't go out for dog walks. We just stayed inside and uh, it was my own fault. I didn't replace it with any other types of activity. So too much work, not enough play. (laughs) And so I'm struggling with that right now. So I'm kind of having to focus now this week on refilling that energy tank. So leveraging your energy, it really comes down to self-care. It's your nutrition. It's your downtime. It's your extracurricular activities and your hobbies. It's time with your family. It's your sleep. And it can be things like a bubble bath and a glass of wine and chocolate. You know, whatever floats your boat, whatever recharges that battery. That's what you need to focus on. And there's so often that we put ourselves last. I mean, we focus on our clients and our business and our families, and we put all of those above ourselves, which kind of leaves us with no energy and constantly running from an empty tank. Now, think of it this way. When I was growing up, my boyfriend at the time, his dad had a habit of always filling up his gas tank when it reached just the halfway mark, so it was like 50% full. And I used to wonder why, and he would always say, you know, you're always filling your tank when it reaches a certain point anyway, right? You have that that level that you won't go um, under. So most of us, that's like a quarter tank or an eighth of a tank or like the empty light just turned on, right? And he said, I just chose that that threshold for me is half a tank. So I never have to worry about running out of gas because I always have at least half a tank of gas and i kind of was like oh oh, that's funny at the time you know i was young didn't really realize uh, how impactful that would be and now i realize that there's a lot of wisdom in that mentality not only for you know keeping your gas tank full but keeping your own energy levels at a reasonable level so when we reset our threshold so that running on empty actually means that we're at halfway rather than like the empty light is coming on then we can really start to avoid that burnout and that overwhelm that comes when we completely disregard our own energy levels. So what can we focus on? Now, I find that it's easiest to focus on one energy change at a time, one self-care change, because you know we try New Year's resolutions, right? Perfect um, example of this. We try to change all the things at once, we end up sticking with none of them. So when we choose one thing at a time, then we're gonna set ourselves up for success rather than failure. So just pick one, maybe it's your sleep, maybe it's your eating habits, you know, maybe it's your exercise, just pick one and focus on it for a while, like three weeks. Just do that one thing really well for three weeks. (laughs) And then when you feel really comfortable with that and it's become part of your routine and you don't really have to think about it as much, then you can move on to the next one. Then you can tackle, say your sleep, and then you can tackle maybe your exercise, right? Now the biggest factor for me has always been sleep. When I don't get like a good seven and a half hours of sleep each night and then, but coupled with like a proper wind down period. So it's not like I uh, just shut the laptop and then hop into bed. I need about an hour buffer where I get to like read a book, wash my face, do all that self care kind of fun stuff. Um, I'm basic, if I don't get that, I'm basically a waste of space the next day. Like it's not fun. <laughs> but the main idea here is that any sort of self-care is going to help you leverage your energy levels it'll give you better focus for when you're working on client work and it will help your overall productivity during the day and that's really key so when we ignore those energy levels we get things like overwhelm and burnout and that just um, the repercussions of that is just so much more okay so here's what we know from this episode We know that as a service provider of any sort, and especially as a web designer, you're restricted in the types of resources you have to leverage. That is until you get to the point where you're profitable enough to outsource and get into the realm of the other two business resources of people and money. So knowing this, we realize that we have the two main areas we can leverage, our time and our energy. And now to leverage our time, the two main techniques that have worked really well for me has been to be very like micromanaging about my schedule and be very uh, protective of my schedule uh, to the point where I schedule in my breaks and my family time so that I don't miss them. And then the second technique is to use blocks of times for similar tasks. So all my writing goes in one block, all my design, all my code. And this helps reduce context switching and allows us the flexibility to both schedule these blocks of time in our calendar, but be a little bit more open in what exactly you're working on at the time, as long as it kind of fits that um, specific type of work. So the next resource you have to leverage is your energy. And really, of course, this comes down to self-care. Like I said, you can choose to not ever work on an empty tank. You can see your halfway point as your new empty, your new threshold, and work towards keeping yourself topped up with things like adequate sleep, proper nutrition, good exercise, and you know, your hobbies and spending quality time with your family. Now, when I stop doing any of these, that's when I start to lose my leverage in my business. Time gets away from me, I lose focus, I'm I'm super unproductive, I don't have any drive to do the things that I want to do, and it's all because I forgot to maintain the leverage of the resources I have available to me. And here's another little tidbit, when you're not properly leveraging the resources you have, time and energy, it's gonna cost you in the resources you don't have, which is money and people. So if I'm not productive, and I don't have enough energy, I actually have less leverage in people in my life, which is my family, you know, I'm crankier with them. I don't have enough time to spend with them. And in money, you know, if I get sick, it costs me money. I have to either pay money to get better or I lose money from not working. So there's a real Find balance between all of these resources, and being aware of how they work in your business, and how to leverage what you do have, and you know save what you don't is very important to get a profitable and sustainable business. So, all right, that's it for me today. But if you're interested in going deeper on this and many more topics related to creating a sustainable and profitable web design business, now I encourage you to go to SecretWeapon.club so you can get access to a ton of freebies and join a community of. secret weapons just like you. That's it for me. Thank you so much for joining. And if you like this episode or got anything useful from it, please leave a comment, review, or share just to let others know. All right, that's it for me. See you next time. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning into this week's Secret Weapon Diaries. Join me again next week as we continue discussing how you can grow a profitable and sustainable service-based business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you in the comments or in the reviews. If you'd like to go deeper, make sure to visit secretweapon.club and check out the free resources, plus access a community of secret weapons just like you.